Good afternoon, Patriots, and it's Thursday, May 4th in the year 2023. Just a reminder that after this show today at 2 p.m. Pacific, I'll be on Brighty on TV. We've had some troubles there the last couple of weeks with technical issues, so I should be live today without any problem. Patriots, one thing that is absolutely for sure right now is we need to be conscious and cognizant of your retirement savings. These pariahs are trying to do everything they can to undermine that. And so to prevent that, you need to use Birch Gold. Patriots, President Trump recently issued a warning from his Mar-a-Lago home. Quote, our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. End quote. There are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation, deficit spending, and our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there is one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times, gold. And you can own it in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right, Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k, maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. Just text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the whole process. The folks at Birch Gold are amazing. Think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. How much more time does the dollar have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text BARDS to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold. Again, text BARDS to 989898. This is one of those decisions you will never regret. Do it today. All right, Patriots, as we know, the, the Mulvaney debacle for Bud Light has continued. And now today the CEO has made a non-apology as he stated that the CEO for Bud, Bud or Anheuser-Busch, he says it was only one can and not a campaign. Of course, we know that's not the truth. And what you're seeing here is the paying of the club dues. ESG, which is the economic, social, and governance score that these corporations are on their knees kissing the butt of the financiers to be part of this next level of financial opportunities is what's driving this. And this was part of their requirement was to mainstream the, the this treachery of trans of transgenderism into the public. And you're, that's why you're seeing so many do this. This is all about the ESG score. So now you're seeing that trying to make the claim that this was about a can and not a campaign. It's about all of it. It's about the change that they're forcing upon the world because this is a corporatocracy and it's trying to take over through the banking institutions and those in Wall Street. And don't think Wall Street has its hands clean in any way. It is the center of evil in this world. And this thing is only continuing to ramp up. The real threat here and the ultimate threat to all of us is the financial piece. And that's what they're trying to do is leverage everything through finances, corporate relationships, gut and bypass the Constitution and force people to comply. This is their great, re great reset. Now, at the same time, we're starting to see the next level of the great replacement. We've already known that there is a huge border crisis and it's mounting. As Title 42 goes down in about nine days, you have apparently millions of people, on, or I should say hundreds of thousands of people stacking up on the border to flood into the United States. 
I can't say for certain whether that is going to be, whether those reports are true or not, because where we are right now is that we have seen so many times that we've had these reports of a mass amount of people coming across and they dissipate, but this seems fairly real at this point in time. So we can prepare for a pretty big upheaval as we head into what is summer referring to as the summer of rage. This is going to get crazy. And I think it's worth reading a post for somebody I really like and trust. This is Michael Yan. Michael was in uh, Jalalabad when I was in the southern part of Afghanistan back in 2006, 2007, and 8, as I recall. He is a outstanding um, citizen journalist, and he is also uh, he's a prior service veteran. So take a listen to these words here. This is from his Twitter post. Americans constantly ask, who is paying for the rape and murder invasion? Which is what he's referring to at the southern border, which is absolutely true. Answer, you pay. And when the economy explodes and there are food shortages, this will transition from planet of the rape to cannibal planet. Folks, folks who have read my work for years know how dangerously accurate I tend to be. Year after year and conflict after conflict, this will transition to straight-up kinetic war with massive all-cause casualties ranging from serious diseases to bodies in the streets with blood running into the storm sewers. You will see it. War is my business. Print this out, check back in 2030, and audit my words. Michael Yon's on point, and he is a good voice and one that to heed the caution of what is coming. These people are hell-bent on destroying this nation, and it's going to be t- require that all of us in America come together and stand strongly. We've been talking about this for three over three years. The first wave of this attack was obviously the big one was the, the vax and the mask, and they have continued waging war. So for those that are holding out hope on the military in control and the white hat nonsense, all you have to do is look to the to the Navy's latest ad and realize that they literally chose a cross-dressing fool to promote and boost their recruitment. This is a dark time for the United States. I'm not going to kid you about it. It's one that you can wring your hands about or you can prepare. And the one thing about it is it's very clear is the only way through this is our faith, and that has to be stronger than ever. We are not going to get through this just simply by the hands of men. You know, and, and that's just it. The lesson from the garden with Peter and Jesus is to me stands out as boldly. As Peter cuts off the ear with a sword and Jesus heals it, that's the balance in which we walk. And it's a very important time to keep that reflection in mind that you need to dig in deep with your faith, but you also have to keep your hands on girded on that sword and you have to keep your family safe and you need to prepare constantly and daily. This is not a one-off mission. I don't know where things are going. I'd like to think that things are going to blow over very peacefully, and they may in many regions, but there are going to be hot spots in this nation, and that's going to be unavoidable with what's happening. We've already seen the rise in violence in black youth, and it's going to continue. This is what these people do. They sow chaos to divide, to conquer, and to subdue, and we have to be greater than that. We have to become the overcomers. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we are come to you today humbled and by our free will put ourselves before you, blessed in this moment, blessed for all that we are, and blessed for the gifts that you've given us. Father, this is a time of, of amazing amount of turbulence and change. This is a time when truly our faith is tested and will be tested to its core. 
We're reminded in many different passages in the Bible of difficult times like this that the only answer through this is our faith and our faith in you. Father, for those that are today, we're going to begin our prayers for those that have anxiety and fear and concern for what's coming. May we be reminded of fear not, that there are things that we cannot control. There are things that are far beyond our control. And because of that, they're not things that we should be worried about or wasting our time with. Our prayers are a powerful weapon. Prayers need to be wielded and used. And with this, we need to be focused purely on the delivery of our belief through our prayers and our actions on the ground. This is a time more than ever, Father, we pray for the inspiring of hearts, the righteous fire of hearts to stand up, to speak the truth, and to bring that truth into the world and do so mightily. And be prepared for what is to come. Our communities are going to be the strongest backbone in all of this. They are a difficult, it's a difficult weave to make in the time of such division. But we know that in through our faith and our belief in you, our walking in the principles of a loving and forgiving heart and, a, and to love thy neighbor, it is the most powerful tool of all. Truth destroys the darkness. And what we have seen more and more is this rise of this evil and darkness where it literally walks freely in the streets and around us. So, Father, we're praying right now for that continued awakening of hearts and that actions of people and patriots on the ground to continue to speak the truth, to shake people from their dark and slumber, to shake them from the control of the matrix and to literally open their eyes and to realize what they're part of. Sadly, many are going to have to suffer through the consequences to realize what they have endured. And this time right now upon us, it's going to take the strength and power of the remnant to pull this together and to be stronger than ever. We are going to be the voice, the shepherds. We're going to see the warriors rise in a time of much need. And this is time now to be able to prepare ourselves in a time of still calm before the major storm arrives. Father, we, we can't see the future, at least not where we sit at this moment in time, but we do understand that the movement of things look extremely dark. And within that darkness, we also know that the pureness of light in our relationship with you will carry us through, for you will provide and protect us all. Our armor needs to be stronger than ever, and so we continue to pray for those to dig in deep into their armor, to daily the daily ritual of praying into this, to establish ourselves before you, to repent and to hold ourselves accountable for the sins that we make, and then to stand boldly and mightily on this land and kingdom. We need to dispel, Father, of this concept, which has unfortunately been sown so deep within so many pulpits that we are unworthy, and rather to speak and speak boldly into the world that we ourselves are the children of the Most High. And as a result, though we know that we sin and we cannot be perfect, we will continue to repent, to claim our position, to stand mightily on this soil, mightily on the ground, mightily in terms of kingdom, and stand boldly before this evil. This evil is moving quickly. It's getting into people's heads. It's infecting the way people see. We've turned children into the principle of thinking they're gods that can choose their gender. We have children that truly are trying to push forward and make decisions at, a, at an age when they aren't even able to make good decisions that will affect their lives and mutilate themselves forever. We have parents that are going along with this, being convinced that it's the right thing to do for a child to be castrated or mutilated. There's a sickness that's settled into the hearts. This is truly a demonic war. 
So, Father, again, we pray for a great strength and a great clarity as we walk within the authorities given to us, authorities to step on snakes and scorpions, to have authority over all the aspects of evil. And, Father, we're reminded again and again that we have been told that we can do greater works than he. So, Father, in this time, we're praying for the hearts to open up, to declare the powers of, of, of healing, to declare those, those powers of casting out demons, to stand before people and to speak the word of Christ and to be bold about what they do, to understand that right now this is a world that has been deeply infected by demonic force. It's time truly to start bringing deliverance to a nation, humility to a nation, and repentance as a nation before you. Father, this will take an army, and the army's here. The army's listening, and the army needs to be led. And so we pray for this. We pray for this mightiness. We pray for the reminder that iron sharpens iron and that no weapon forged against us can succeed. But we're also reminded and humbled by the place that by saying no weapon can forge against us does not mean we will not be impacted or wounded. We need to be stronger than what our enemy wields against us. We need to be fearless in our hearts. We need to be ruthless in our pursuit of truth. We need to be courageous in the time of, in the face of an, of an enemy that sees us as weak. And we need to be greater than the enemy thinks that we can be. This is an enemy that truly has put us in this place because we've listened to their lies. We've been convinced by the father of lies that we are lesser and not who we are. But we know that as the children of the Most High, that as we work with you and you work through us, we have a power and ability in this world that nothing can overcome. We are intended to be the kings and queens of this world, princes and leaders of this world. And this is our time of refinement in the furnaces of the fire of refinement. May we be refined into the greatness and image of what you seek us to be. May we hear your voice powerfully. May we hear the voice and re- that you need us to hear to guide us in each and every step. May we have that place in our lives where we're humbled before you, can have the intimate relationship with you and Jesus, to get the wisdom that is needed to push forward without hesitation and to become the overcomers. Guide us and protect us, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Talking to some people today, it was an interesting discussion. And where that comes in is that there's a lot going on. And I and the comment made to me today with a friend was that his friendship circle has diminished and diminished to the point where literally the only focus he has now is his family, which is quite interesting because it's quite a blessing. But what he said in the process of all of this is that He said, we have, my wife and I have never been closer to Jesus. We've really been touched by the Holy Spirit and this time has transformed us in our faith. There's a great deal of lesson in that right now. This fight is bigger than any one of us. And this war against us is a war that is going to be won through our faith and through principalities beyond our reach. But at the same time, one of the greatest victories in this whole process are, is the strengthening of our faith as we walk this out in this world. This is an unbelievable time, a needing courage, and we need tremendous courage in this time to be able to overcome the enemy that constantly pushes and seeks to crush us. I want to play this short piece here. This is um, from Pastor Anthony, and it was just very recently he is going to be at Bard's Fest, 
And this is his conversation at a school board in Florida. I'm a pastor, Marine Corps veteran, and a patriot. Ecclesiastes says there is a time to plant and there is a time to pluck up that which is planted. We have seen many educators and board members and teachers come in, and I believe many of them were planted by Satan himself. And we have now seen a full harvest of what they have brought. We have seen young people that have been taught to hate this country. We have seen young people that have been taught to hate God and think they're godlike and can decide their own gender. We have seen young people have been systematically indoctrinated to hate their own gender and be caused to mutilate their own bodies. And I am telling you today, it is time to pluck up that which is planted. We have watched now men come in in uh, absolute pink attire in gender confusion to bow their knee because they are the epitome of toxic masculinity. Men that would not stand up as your children are being indoctrinated. Men that would not stand up as children are being taught to castrate themselves. And men that would not stand up as children are being lied to. And so I submit to you this night, school board, you will have to give an account before God himself on the decision you make. I ask you to have courage. I ask you to have conviction. We have seen the harvest of evil upon our children, and it is time for change. Well, Patriots, the one I talked to Pastor Anthony this morning, and it's pretty interesting about that piece. He was surrounded by the LGBTQ community in there. And he said they were ready to lynch him. And he said when he walked in, he looked around, and he saw all these people giving their little handshakes to each other. He said it was like watching a, a wolf slather over and drool with the children that they were about ready to corrupt. He said it was sickening. So he said you decided to bring on the fight, and he did, and he brought the fire to that. He said they were obviously not pleased, but that's the courage that we're talking about here. And, courage, and, and it's the courage that we're hoping to really push forward to at Bart's Fest. He'll be there. We have Pastor Dave Bryant. We have Pastor Brad Cummings. I have myself. We have another pastor coming in from Alabama. Well, these, are, these are fire and brimstone. Plus, we've got a couple great people from former special operations that are coming in. By the way, tickets will be on sale later this evening. Sorry for the delay, but they'll go on sale this evening. We're just getting the few last details worked out, and then we'll push it hard and get people there. This is going to be a great event. Hope to see you all there, and so look for that this evening. Patriots, we have a lot of fight ahead of us here, and this is a, a time right now that we have to be fearless. There is so much corruption in our system that the system is beyond broken. I read an article today by General Flynn, and though it's an article that he is accurate on in terms of the level of corruption and reducing the expectations that there's going to be anything other than a Democrat win in 2024, what's missing in the whole analysis is our strength in God. Our, our faith is what will carry us through, and our faith is what unites us. Our faith is what lights the fire of righteousness. Our faith is what gives us the power and the strength to stand before this evil. And we will overcome. Russia went through this. Soviet Union broke in the, about 1991, and they've been through about 20, 30-some years of this sort of cleaning. And though I'm not waving the flag of Russia, I'm going to tell you that as far as a nation that has reset itself and purged itself of so much of this deep state corruption, satanic corruption, Russia's done a great deal of work there, and it's taken them almost 30 years. Our fight is just beginning. And we're going to go through a difficult time. 
as we have to shake things up. The system itself has to literally be broken to be rebuilt, but it's going to be rebuilt by those that truly are believing in the greater vision that God leads us to. This is a time to be an overcomer and an overcomer in a great way that no matter what stands before us, we know that we shall overcome and succeed. And that's truly the greater message that we all have to keep in our heart right now because so much of what's happening is shaking up. There's so much deception, so much lie, so much constant churning of things. We want to believe in people, and I get that, but we have to really diminish our belief in these elites. You have to remember, I saw a comment today about somebody kind of rebuking me for suggesting that somehow Tucker's release wasn't for what I said it is, for what they're saying it is. Tucker's still on salary. He's not hurting for money. He's making 10 or $20 million a year. So when you're dealing with that sort of money, I'm not saying Tucker's good or bad, but understand something. When you get to that level of finance, you don't get there simply by talent. You get there because you cut a deal somewhere along the way. This money is the greatest corrupter. And these people out here that are making these money, all this money, and I'm not denouncing people making money, but understand that in these circles where these people are working for corporations, there's a cost to pay for that. It has to be. You have to give up something to get there. So we have to step back truly from the entire principle that somehow these people out here are here for our own good. They're there for their own benefit and they'll speak the truth from time to time. But the fact of the matter is that the real change rests with the people. We, the people, it's in our constitution. It's the fundamental to our, to our declaration of independence. The change and power comes from the people, not from elites, not from iconic worship that we give to the elites. That's what they ask for. That's what they want. That's what they expect. And that's how they ultimately control the masses. We have to become greater than that. And in so doing, we shall lead this nation forward in a great way. But again, that burden rests on us, not on others. So Patriots, in other news, the Bard's headline for today, Bees are doing great. And they're settled in. I checked on them last night. They all moved into their new hives. And it's all an awesome experience. So Take some time today to step away from the insanity. Take some time today to reflect deeply on what Father gives us and has provided for us. Take some time to walk in the sun and nature. Take some time to have a conversation with Jesus. It's truly here and there. And when we do that, we're going to be in a deeper place. And then, of course, take some time to read the Word each day. This is our strength, and it's greater than we appreciate you know, I, I always, I have said it many times, I already said it today, that lesson in the garden is huge because Jesus heals the ear and that's power. That's truly the greater works. And that's what's been given to us and told to us that it was within our reach if we truly believe in him. So how we get there begins truly with repentance and it begins with our true love in him and understanding the word. And from there, great things and amazing things happen. So patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. 
Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM, or I'll see you in the next half hour at Brighty on TV. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not, what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, 
We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.